We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's January 30th. It is 2024. We have a five-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my buddy, Tasteful Tides, Timothy Buell. What's happening, Tim? Yeah, what's going on, Stevie? Uh, congratulations on uh, 10 years at Roto Grinders. That is so awesome. And is this the uh, eighth year, you said, of the uh, Morning Grind? Yeah, so this would be eighth year of the morning grind. We started it April 4th of 2016. So um, yep. morning grind's been going strong. Me and Beer Maker, that was the first ever. It was opening day of the 2016 baseball season. Me and Beer talked about um, baseball. That was our first podcast. So we're, I think we're getting close to like passing 1,500 episodes of the podcast. Um, so, but yeah, 10 That's years. Very cool. It's been a. Yeah. It's been a wild ride. Um, I, I mean, I'm pumped, right? Like, I get to talk sports every single day, all day, and get to meet and talk to a bunch of awesome people. So um, I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody that reached out on Twitter and everybody talking about it on YouTube. Uh, thank you. 
Um, it's been fun and I love my job, so I'm not going anywhere anytime soon as long as they'll keep me around. So um, if you like me, go subscribe to the Morning Grind YouTube page because I, I want them to keep me around. Yeah, I've been listening to you since uh, t- the fall of 2017. So oh, yeah, I've been listening. I've been listening to the Morning Grind for many, many years. Yeah, I mean the Morning Grind is exactly what I always wanted it to be. It is a first look on the slate, and I feel like we do it better than everybody else. So um, I appreciate everyone that's hung around, and uh, it's not going anywhere. That tweet today wasn't me leaving. Um, NASCAR package is launched. I'm locked in for another year for sure. I'm very excited for NASCAR to start on Sunday and um, ready to talk some hoops. I mean, we have a ton of back-to-backs. This is the definition of making sure you're paying attention throughout the day kind of slate um, because we are definitely a first-look podcast. Shout-out to Rudy Gobert getting his rebounds. And Jamal Murray, one more bucket. Um, Amazing first half from him. We uh, look like we're going to start the week pretty strong on our bets as well. So let's keep it rolling. What's up, YouTube? Thank you, guys. I appreciate everyone. Indiana at Boston. No total in this game. We got a back-to-back here for Boston. Halliburton is questionable. So, I mean, that's obviously the big news on the the Pacers side of things, why this game doesn't have a total. Matherin's questionable as well. Jalen Brown and Miles Turner. So back-to-back for Boston. Porzingis did not play Monday. Um, we'll see if he's back for this one or not. Um, Horford played, so we assume he sits. He doesn't typically play back-to-backs on the Boston side. So maybe Porzingis plays, Horford doesn't play, or Horford sits, Porzingis plays kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And then on the Pacers, we're talking about two bigs with Jalen Smith and Miles Turner questionable, so that's something that we're going to be watching throughout the day. But let's start with Indiana. Siakam finally had his, hey, I'm part of this team the other night against Philadelphia, 61 <laughs> fantasy points. He's now – he's starting to find that role, right? He's starting to find out where he's going to fit. And, I mean, him and Halliburton playing together is going to be phenomenal, and we're just all patiently waiting for it to happen. Uh, talk to me here about the Pacers. Yeah, so Halliburton said on Monday morning that he intends on playing on Tuesday. So I expect that he's going to be playing. Um, really terrible matchup. Uh, he is 9,900, but, I mean, coming off an injury, I think he's a pretty easy pass for me. Um, same thing with Sayakam. Um, some of these cheaper guys, we'll have to see where the uh, – where the questionable tags end up like with Turner and Matherin and, and, and Smith, you know, like if a couple of those pieces end up being out <clears throat> that I could see getting some value Indiana uh, players, but no chance I'm paying up for any of the expensive uh, uh, pacer players. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm somewhat interested in playing Siakam because it is a five game slate. Um, I mean, it's a five game slate, We'll see like what the Lakers are going to do, but they get a phenomenal matchup here against Atlanta pace-wise. Um, the Utah Knicks game, like Knicks are a slow team. Toronto, Chicago, we get two slower-paced teams. So I'm more enticed to take shots on like Siakam at 83. Like we're not paying 10K for Siakam. I think Halliburton is going to boost Siakam. I, I've been on this. I've been on this train. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm going to live on this train, and we're obviously going to see how it plays out over the next month or so, but I, I think that Halliburton is going to help Siakam. Um, 
Halliburton is someone that is going to get the ball to you. And I think Siakam can really benefit from a guard like that. So I want to play I, Siakam the first game that Halliburton plays. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, in the long run, I do agree with you. But just in this matchup, I just I just can't do it personally. But I do There's, agree with you. Yeah. I think Halliburton is going to help uh, uh, Pascal in the long run. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, I don't know. We'll see how it kind of plays out with Matherin, McConnell, Smith, and all these guys. Like you said, maybe we have some value open up here on the Pacer side. We could have value open up throughout the day. There's so many potential injuries or people sitting on back-to-backs here. Um, go to the Boston side. If Hor- I, I don't think Horford plays for what it's worth. Yeah, I, I, I don't. He's not. He's not gonna. Very rarely does he play. Um, Cornette was out as well on Monday. He sometimes gets like that a little bit of bump when Horford sits. If Porzingis and Horford and and um, Cornette are out. That's when it gets really interesting on what we see here on the Boston side. Um, what do you like here on the Celtics side? The Celtics seem way too cheap across the board. Uh, even even guys like Jason Tatum, only ninety two hundred. Uh, that's that's way too cheap uh, for a home matchup against this awful Indiana Pacers defense. Uh, Jalen Brown, eight K. Porzingis, if he plays, is only seventy six hundred. Um, and if Horford sits and Porzingis plays, like I'd absolutely love to get to that. Um, Derek White, Andrew Holiday, uh, in the mid sixes. I'm like the whole the whole starting five to me seems eg- egregiously cheap. So I- I'd really like to be able to play two of these guys, uh, assuming we don't get any like massive injury uh, news in the other games. I thought we were getting our we, – we talked about Jalen Brown on the podcast. Will was on Tatum. I was on Brown. They both got there. They both had really good games. Yeah. I thought we were going to get the triple-dub, uh, double-triple-dub. Um, tri- <laughs> oh, the double-triple-dub. The double-triple-dub. Um, it was uh, close. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Two rebounds, I think, for Tatum and three assists for Brown or something like that, I think is what we were away from a double-triple-dub. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it's hard not to have a ton of interest here on the Boston side, Indiana is 27th in defensive rating. They play at the second fastest pace in the NBA. It's a back-to-back for Boston. They're going to play a little sloppier. They're going to play faster. This game stays close. I think that, like you said, one or two of these Boston pieces makes a ton of sense on the slate. So I want to see how the big new, bigs news kind of breaks here. But, I mean, overall, I think going back to Tatum and Brown – is a good place to start and kind of seeing how you want to see the value shakes up as far as the centers. If Porzingis plays, I have some interest in Porzingis, but I still lean Brown Tatum over oh, yeah. Porzingis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just overall. I mean, overall. Tatum, Tatum 9,200 against the Pacers is like, he's going to be popping in obstacles. I'm sure. Like that's, yeah, so, I mean, that's so cheap. He's, They've played three times already this year, and he's averaging sixty fantasy points. Um, yeah, I'm so. not. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> all right, we got Lakers at Atlanta taking on the Hawks back to back for the Lakers, so no injury report for them. And then on the Hawks side, Hunter is questionable, and Murray is questionable. Those are the two that we'll be watching here throughout the day. Lakers side, I mean, LeBron and Anthony Davis are questionable every single day. Yep. Maybe we get some 
maybe we get some rest here from LeBron or AD um, or both because, like we talked about on the podcast yesterday, we saw huge minutes for these guys against Golden State on Saturday. So it wouldn't shock me if we get a rest day here for these two. Um, I was looking. I know they lost to Houston Monday. They got rolled. They got rolled. Yeah, but Uh, played 37 minutes. AD only played 29 minutes, but yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if one or both of these guys sit. And if that happens, it changes the entire slate with this Atlanta matchup. Um, Vanderbilt got ejected super early in that game. I know because I was tilting his um, point rebound prop. (laughs) I love going back to him here, um, assuming that he doesn't get suspended for getting ejected. But I like going back to him. They want to play him minutes. Um, And then, like, if AD or LeBron is out, it's Russell and Reeves um, for sure. Yeah, so I was expecting one of those guys to sit on on uh, Monday night, but uh, they ended up both playing. So yeah, I'm sure they're both going to be questionable. Um, maybe one of them sits, maybe maybe not, but at least we'll know at the beginning of the slate, right? And we'll be be uh, prepared to uh, pivot uh, to uh, Russell um, if James or Davis sits. Um, but really, <clears throat> I mean. I want to play AD at 9,600, but I, I prefer Tatum um, at 9,200. So if we get some value, um, maybe I can play both, but I still I, I still like Tatum over AD, um, and, and even in this great matchup. Yeah, I mean, overall, it's a interesting spot because it's Atlanta. We know Atlanta doesn't play defense. It's... <laughs> It's been documented at this point. We don't even like need to say how bad they are defensively. They just don't play defense, and they play extremely fast. I mean, they haven't moved out of the top five in pace all season. They play extremely fast. And like we're going to want to play some Atlanta on the other side of this game because it's a five-game slate, and you know there's potential value on this other side. So, I, I mean, I want to see how this shakes up with LeBron and AD. If they both play, I'll take shots on AD. Uh, just AD... I think AD like Tatum combo is very doable on this slate. Um, RDC, I'd like we we literally have five teams on back to backs. There's going to be value that opens up throughout the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, I like and, Vanderbilt regardless. Yeah, yeah, I like Vanderbilt too. Uh, and four out of the five games are within thirty minutes of each other, so we shouldn't have any kind of issue getting getting news. So we we can make pivots. <laughs> No, no issues unless Embiid and Max uh, well, are questionable to start the day. Well, yeah, that, well, that that's the, that's the late game though. That's the that's the uh, uh, weird part of the slate. That's going to be the difficult part. Um, is that yeah. game? All right, let's talk about Atlanta on the other side. Dejounte Murray news matters a lot here. You know, we know that when Dejounte is off the floor, Trey Young gets a boost. Um, so I mean, if Murray sits, I definitely have interest in Trey Young. He always plays well against the Lakers, too. We saw a big game the other night from Jalen Johnson. I think his price is very acceptable. Bojan, he's kind of still, like, underpriced. He's not going to get you, like, 8, 9x games, but he consistently gets you, like, 6, 7x. Sadiq Bay had a monster game the other night. I don't like playing Sadiq Bay just in general. He is not a guy that produces on a consistent basis. Capella's minutes are all over the place, so I think... For me, if DeJounte sits, I think you could take some shots on Bay and Bojan. If DeJounte plays, it's still Young and Johnson for me. 
Yeah, I completely agree. The one player that I want to talk about is Capella. Shouldn't he have to play more minutes in this matchup? You would like, think so, but you would they, think right. So Kongwu, they they will use a Kongwu too. It's <laughs> most tilting thing is this combination of two guys. I know, I know. It just feels like Capella's got to play like 27, 28 minutes in this matchup, and if he does, he should absolutely smash that fifty eight hundred dollar price tag. Um, but I, I guess I, I, you know, I know it's not a guarantee. But I think it's a good risk um, take in tournaments. Yeah, I, I do too. I do too. Yeah, and I, I love the Jalen Johnson call. I love how he, how he plays. Um, I think he'd be a great play if Murray sits. And Bogdanovich, obviously. If Capella too. played 30 minutes a night, he'd be one of the guys we'd use on a consistent basis because his upside is 15-20. Like, he, he, he can have 15-20 games. Um, right. But, yeah, it's it's just so tilting because, I mean, I, and like, like I said, in large field tournaments – Capella is a guy you are are willing to take that shot on because he does have that like 15, 20 ability. He can get two to five blocks in a good game. So um, I think he's a good call for large field tournaments, but trying to guess his minutes, not in that business. Um, if a Kong, <laughs> if a Kongu somewhat gets ruled out, Capella is the best play in the slate. Yeah. All right. We got jazz and Knicks, both teams on a back-to-back. So we won't have injury report here. Um, we do know Julius Randle is going to miss multiple weeks. So we know he's going to miss this game. Um, OG ended up not playing on Monday. That kind of, that news kind of came out throughout the day out of nowhere, really. Um, so yep. we'll see if he's back or not. Let's go Utah first here. Uh, any interest in the Jazz? Um, yeah, I mean, they got rolled by Brooklyn pretty bad. Uh, so they didn't actually play like their full minutes. Um, definitely they got rolled by Ben Simmons. Didn't see that one coming. I, yeah. I mean, I think they got rolled by a couple different guys, but yeah, uh, Simmons did do well, um, for sure. Bridges uh, had a big we, game too, didn't he? We just got an alert saying LeBron is uncertain for Tuesday. Just so we all, both know. of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I mean, I'm always, I'm always in favor of playing Colin Sexton. Um, he's very inconsistent, but I think his role and minutes are solid. Uh, he can absolutely crush a, a, a 6.8 K price tag. So I really like Sexton. Um, Clarkson is always good for GPPs. Um, Fontecchio for value, I think is interesting. Old Linux is uh interesting as well um so yeah not my favorite team because uh, the knicks are kind of slow but um you know they are pretty cheap yeah i mean i like the saxon call strictly tournaments though he is one of the most inconsistent players in the nba i feel like um i'm not touching the bigs i hate the situation um just yeah. in general i just I won't do it. So Sexton always like the idea of playing marketing, but I think there's better options in this on this slate. Um, yeah. Do we? I'm gonna. I'm trying to pull it up. I can never remember. Is Julius Randle a plus defender? I believe so. I think I thought he is. Like, how much is his presence being gone gonna affect this team? Um, oh, I think quite a bit. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up and like it's taking forever, but I think 
that is something that like we have to take into account while he's out over the next couple weeks is just like if he is a good defender um gosh i know he's like a super hustle player but all right finally got it pulled up so julius randall is one of their worst defenders it looks like that, on the team or yeah it doesn't or, sound overall right. like he's a negative defender he's overall. a negative defender yeah he's a bad wow. defender yeah um wow. he's such a hustle guy yeah i would have player. i would have been wrong um but yeah. no he's he's actually him being out might be an upgrade to the defense because precious is actually one of their better defenders and precious got i know precious got a lot of the run um he got a ton good. of run yeah, so I mean, maybe maybe that's something. Maybe Julius Randle being out helps defensively, and like they kind of smash Charlotte, but it's not hard to do. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think for me on Utah, it would be taking some shots on Sexton, marketing Clarkson's at that weird price tag, um, and then maybe some of the value guys, depending on like any news here. And then on the Knicks side of things. I think I'm out on Hartenstein until we see him get back into that like 30 minute role. Um, yeah. He didn't even get in foul trouble uh, against Charlotte. He only played like 16 minutes. They use Grimes and Sims quite a bit in that game, just in general. DiVincenzo mm-hmm. scored 28 actual points, played 40 minutes um, against Charlotte. So that's definitely something to watch if OG sits. Um, I, I think their- OG news matters a lot. And their prices went down. Hart's yeah. cheaper than he will, you know what I mean? Uh, Hart would have had a triple double if it wasn't a blowout. Um, same uh, Brunson would have gone for like 65 uh, fantasy points if it wasn't a blowout. So we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely ton, like plenty of meat on the bone, uh, for this next team, uh, precious busted as mega chalk on Monday. So, um, he could end up being lower owned than he should be on Tuesday slate. So that's something to keep an eye out for. He was plus 20. Like he didn't have a bad game. He just didn't perform fantasy wise. Um, Fantasy wise. He was awful. Yeah, we saw like Josh Hart rebound, like his rebounding rate was really high in that Charlotte game. Um, we talked about that on the podcast, how that could potentially be a thing on yesterday's podcast. Josh Hart almost had like a poor man's triple double. He had 12, 7, and 8. So 
Um, Ben Simmons almost had a poor man's triple double too. I think he was a couple assists or, or rebounds away. But uh, for me on New York, if OG sits, it definitely opens up some value here. I don't mind Josh Hart in that scenario. I, I think Quentin Grimes, we have to keep taking some shots on him with the minutes the way that they are right now. Like he yep. ended up playing, I think, 32 minutes against Charlotte. So if OG sits, I think taking some shots on Grimes, um, DiVincenzo, Utah's not a bad matchup. This is a plus matchup for the Knicks. No, this is, yeah, it's absolutely a very good matchup for the Knicks. Yeah. All right, we got Toronto at Chicago. Hey, guess what? Neither one of these teams are on a back-to-back. It's a 223.5 total. Chicago is a one-and-a-half point favorite. RJ Barrett has already been ruled out for Toronto. Quickly is doubtful, and Jakob Podol is questionable. On the Chicago Bulls side, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams out. Um, this is where, like, this game's not sexy by any means um, as no. far as pace and defense. But this is going to be a ugly. game that presents a lot of value. Like, we are already missing two high-usage players here for Toronto with Barrett and Quickly out. What are we doing with the Raptors here? And uh, oh, quick, I say quickly? he's doubtful. I, I oh, shouldn't okay, have said he's okay. already out. He's doubtful. Okay. So yeah. we're assuming with a doubtful tag the night before he won't play. So let's so let's assume Barrett quickly and Pirtle are all out. Uh, that would make Dennis Schroeder an amazing value play. Same thing with Gary Trent. Uh, Thad Young, I think, would be very very interesting as well. Uh, Scotty Barnes, eighty eight hundred. Um, he's gonna be tough because we have guys that are right around that same price tag that I think are better. But Barnes is amazing. So under 9K, but it's the matchup too. Like, I don't love it, but I I really like the, the uh, cheap pieces of Toronto. Yeah, I mean, so for me on Toronto here, Schroeder, solid. Barnes is all going to be ownership. If Barnes is going to fly under the radar here because we have great options in this price range, Scotty Barnes is someone that can go for a triple-double in this game with these two guys out, and he might shoot a lot more in this game. I think Bruce Brown is interesting from a scoring standpoint. His rebounding has been up a little bit here recently as well. Uh, Thaddeus Young, like you mentioned, the only thing that I hate about Thad is you only play him at center, so it it's tough. Um, large field tournaments, though, as much as I hate to say it, I think we take some shots here on Nora. He's too cheap at 4,200 if these two guys end up missing this game. He played 31 minutes the other night against Atlanta. Obviously a much better matchup. But if he's going to get 30 minutes, I don't really care about the matchup at 4,200. So I think Nora is a phenomenal play here, assuming that both of these guys sit. I'm really glad that you brought him up because I completely forgot about the minutes that he got last game. So that's a really great call by you. Grady Dick got 25 minutes the other night too, and he's 3,600. So again, like a lot of potential value and a game that's not sexy, but the minutes are going to be there for some of these cheap guys. Yep. Yep. Uh, Chicago side of this one, uh, my boy Yeezy in chat already on it. Um, AU, 4,800, three straight games now with 30 plus minutes, four of his last five. Double-digit shot attempts in four straight games. I mean, Toronto's going to be a little shorthanded here. Could Chicago maybe get ahead in this game and blow them out a little bit? I think that that's an angle to potentially take. 
But AU, I, I like him a lot at 4,800. I had him written down. I think Vooch, like thinking about the pieces that are missing here for Toronto, I think Vooch could be in for a good game here. Kind of like this, like not necessarily expensive center, but uh, when we're looking at the slate, kind of on the high end of centers, I think Vooch kind of goes a little overlooked on the slate too. I think he goes overlooked, and I think Kobe White will go overlooked as well at 7,300. Um, I really like him. They play him a ton of minutes. Uh, Toronto, uh, since they made this trade, they're like one of the worst defensive teams in, in basketball. So it's like d- definitely get to some Chicago Chicago um, if you can. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but yeah, I like that I, I, yeah, I, I really like Kobe White. He's He's too cheap. Yeah, I don't mind Kobe White. I don't mind Vooch. My least favorite is probably DeRozan. And I know like DeRozan yeah. has that like 50-point upside, but DeRozan's, I mean, maybe playing Toronto, maybe there's a little bit of, you know, revenge. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's that, what was that's that, like, a long revenge. Ago? That was a, that was a long time ago, man. That was a long <laughs> time ago. Um, so, yeah, I think overall here for me, prioritizing au because we we're, we're gonna need some value right we're gonna need some value um i like it derek and chat says friends don't yeah, let friends that. play ddr that goes back that. to old morning grind we were talking about how yeah. old the morning grind is that goes back to old morning grind um, that's a Jokic good one there yeah but yeah i think there's a lot of value in this game it, it definitely is one of those games you can circle to use a lot of value um I know it's not a sexy game, but we'll see how it kind of plays out. But let's go to the last game of the night. We got Philadelphia at Golden State. Uh, no total in this game. Back-to-back for Philly. Um, I mean, front-end front end sit here for Embiid. And Maxi got ruled out. Um, he's been dealing with, like, a, an ankle sprain. Embiid's dealing with, like, knee. Um, do you I think, think overall... Just, do you think oh, it's just the front-end sit for Embiid? I don't know because like he's getting close to that limit where he can't win MVP, right? Yeah, is it, he's yes. over it now. Um, I don't know, but he's getting really close, and that's what I wanted to bring up. Like, I think he's really hurt, so I don't know if it's just a front end sit. Yeah, I don't think he can. I mean, I don't know where he's at with it, but I don't know if he sits. And like Philadelphia is still really good in the East, so like if he is hurt, they're okay. Um, right. And I don't even think like if he is eligible for MVP, I don't know if he even is going to win the MVP at this point with how many games he's missed. I think that they will take that into account. So, um, I mean, it's tough to say what to expect here on the Philly side. That game just got, I mean, they're in the beginning of the second quarter. So yeah. it's tough to kind of talk about how it's going to play out. But I assume that Beverly, Reed, Harris, all going to play big minutes in that game. Back to back, we'll see what happens. Tobias has been sick. Um, he's close. Everyone in chat, we know he's close. I don't know. I think it's like sixteen games. I don't know how many games he's missed. Um, love that rule, by the way. I think that rule is a good. I rule. think that rule is yeah. awesome. Um, let's talk Philly first here. Impossible, but let's talk <laughs> just scenarios of Embiid and Maxi sitting. One of them sitting. Both of them playing. Let's just kind of talk it out here. Um, Talk to me about the 76. Because, like, this is a 10 o'clock game. It's two hours in between the two gaps. And it's so important 
on if these guys sit or not because I mean at least like Reed is fifty seven hundred, so he's not like free price wise, right? Right, which is nice. Um, and like even Pat Bev is fifty four hundred, so he's not necessarily free anymore. But I mean, you kind of like him a little bit here, right? Like if these guys are out, it's just impossible to know unless we get news early in the day. Yeah, I mean, if if Embiid plays, I think I'm going to fade him. Like, if I know he's playing, I think I'm going to fade him just because I kind of like that 9K range of players that we've talked about and a lot of that mid-range that we've talked about. But he could go for, like, 90, so could be a bad fade. But I think I would fade him. Um, if he sits and Maxi plays, I love Maxi. Um, I love Tobias also, if Embiid sits. Um, I don't know, like, um, if Maxi were to sit and Embiid were to play, um, I don't know who I would get to. Like, I, I don't think I'd play Bev or Tobias or Oubre. I think I might just fade the whole side, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if both of these guys play... It's tough to say, hey, let's not play Embiid. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The only reason I'll say that is just like this guy has the highest ceiling on the slate if he plays. Um, they actually priced him right though. I mean, yeah, he's twelve k. Really, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're looking at the slate, like he's the only person over ten k. So, is he is he worth that price? <laughs> when he scores a hundred, we're like, yeah, of course he is. So like, <laughs> um, I don't think he'll pop in optimals if he does play. No, for what it's worth. No, so I don't. Think that so. is always going to lower his ownership. And true. I mean, we've already talked about a lot of. We've already talked about a lot of potential value, and like we just got an alert saying that AD is going to be a game time decision for Tuesday. So if those guys end up sitting for the Lakers, it just opens up more value. So it's not going to be hard to fit in bead. So right. we'll see how it kind of plays out as far as value. We talked about Tatum. We talked about a few other people. But what um, if we don't know? What if we don't know? <laughs> that's where tournaments is there's, fun. There's no pivots. There's no pivots. I mean, so say if you're going to play in beat, he has to be in your utility spot. And you yeah. have to have at least two people from this game, in my opinion. Right. Because right. Like you're okay, you're t- you're not going to beat down to Curry, hoping that Curry has a monster game, and then you're upping somebody in your forward or guard spot, hoping that you know. I mean, it, it's tough because who do you have in there? I mean, that's where that's it, that's why that's why I don't really want to deal with it. You know what I mean? Like unless I know because I don't want to be dealing with two v twos, you know, in a sub optimal spot. Yeah, but just a lot of people are going to be thinking that same thing. And, like, the ed- the edge might be there. Like, if Embiid plays and he scores 80 and you don't have him, you're probably in trouble. I mean, it's a five-game yeah. slate. And I don't think yeah. many people on this slate have that ceiling. No, definitely not. If he gets 75... He's also 12K, and I get that, too. Yeah, if he gets I think to the- 75, you're probably dead. The, the, risk, the risk 
that pays off here is Embiid playing if you if you have him, right? If he sits, that's where you're probably behind. So, like, you have to have a strong feel of whether or not you think Embiid's going to play in this game and trust your gut. Um, or, like, any kind of news here. I don't know. Um, what, he... He's... <sighs> Gosh... It's tough. It's tough. And, and like, I don't have a lean either way. Like, I think it's going to depend on, like, how the slate kind of shapes up, too. Because, like, if if AD and LeBron sit, it it just changes the slate so much. DeJounte sits. Like, it just changes the slate. So I think you're going to have to kind of feel this one out. Um, If you have a lot of chalky value and you want to get different, that's where you're probably like, I'm going to take the shot and see what happens. So... Um, Golden State side of this game, I don't necessarily have a ton of interest in the Warriors here. Like, I mean, if Embiid doesn't play and you have him in your spot, you're just sliding in Steph. I mean, I don't think you think twice about that. Like I said, I think you have to have Embiid in your utility spot. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I don't necessarily have a ton of interest in Draymond. He got there against the Lakers the other night, but that game went into double overtime. Uh, so it's kind of tough that like, we saw a lot of upside from those guys in that game just because it went to double overtime. The minutes were high. Um, but I'm not like I'm not seeking seeking playing these guys. I mean, if anything, maybe if we don't get a ton of value, Kaminga and Wiggins, but that's about it for me. For me, it would be Draymond, and that's that's it. That's the only guy that I've in, in interest in. For yeah, Golden but State. I mean so say you have Draymond in a center or power or a forward spot. You have a really bad play workout. Kaminga is the best pivot, right? Like if you think yep. Draymond's going to have ownership, I think Kaminga is who you pivot to to be different. So, yep, yep, I agree with that completely. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Should be a fun one. Very. If you if you <laughs> can't sit on a computer from like seven to seven thirty, this is probably not the best slate to go heavy on. Uh, there's so much potential news with all these back-to-backs. So, uh, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? Jordan Nora. I knew you were going to say that guy. I knew it. I brought him up, and I was like, I'm just going to yeah. wait to talk about him and the morning grind game, but I brought him up. I'll go AU from Chicago. Um, I don't know if he necessarily gets 7X, but I think he's a solid value play. Vanderbilt is another guy that I really like down here. Um over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Um, wish, wishful thinking, I'll go and bead. Yeah, if he plays, he's not getting under 5X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give, me, give me Steph here at 9,100. Favorite 6X play today? Um, there's a lot of them, but I I really like Kobe White. I like that call. Um, I think that's a, a really solid call. I wish we had news on a couple of these options today, but we do have news on this one. So give me Dennis Schroeder here at 5,600. I like him to go 6X. Um, we're potentially missing a lot of pieces. We talked about Nora just a second ago. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Um... Uh, I'll go Capella. He won't be chalky. I don't think he will be. 
Um, I'm going to go Jalen Brunson. We've talked about some of these like top-end options on this slate, and I think Jalen Brunson just goes overlooked. I mean, we got LeBron AD in this range if they play. We got Young in this range. We talked about Jason Tatum. We talked about Scotty Barnes. We talked about Siakam. I just think Brunson goes overlooked on the slate, and he has been shooting a ton. His usage is through the roof, and no Julius Randle. Um, so ton of interest in Jalen Brunson here, and hopefully he goes overlooked. As far as the betting questions, we got nothing. There's no odds up that are going to jump off the page, and there's no props up whatsoever. So we're going to skip the betting questions today. Tim, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No. Thanks again, Stevie. Always a yeah, pleasure. Man. Thanks for hanging out, and um, we'll see you again next month. I don't think, yeah, because there's only like two days left. But hope everyone has a fantastic, fantastic Tuesday. We're back Wednesday talking hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.